0: بودكاست لونشتوك حلقة رقم 003 أول بودكاست كويتي متخصص في تغطيه الأحداث والإطلاقات في عالم الأعمال في العالم وفي الكويتي بشكل خاص يقدم لكم محدثكم خالد الزنكي وهدفنا في البودكاست توفير معلومات متنوعة في البزنس بودكاست لونشتوك يعتبر أحد برامج لونشن فاير والحلقة هذه راح تكون باللغة الإنجليزية and this episode will be in English language. في البداية خلونا نشكر الشركات الرعية لبودكاست لونشون فاير الراعي الاستراتيجي وزارة الدولة لشؤون الشباب والراعي الشريك شركة علي الغانم وأولاده للسيارات والراعي الذهبي أسنان تور ونشكر الجهات العلامية الرعية بعد سنسكيب مجلة المصارف مجلة ذا سيتي مجلة العلامي وجريدة الكويتية نحو شباب متمسك بالقيم والإبداع وشريك في التنمية المستدامة للوطن هذه رؤية وزارة الشباب اللي تأسست بمرسوم أميري في 2013 تقدرون تعرفون عنهم أكثر بموقعهم الإلكتروني www.youth.gov.kw أو تابعوهم بتويتر أو الإنستغرام at شركة علي الغانم أولاده للسياراته الوكيل الحصري والموزع المعتمد لمجموعة سيارات مكلارن، لاندروفر، روزرويز، بي أم دبليو، بي وميني في الكويت تابعوهم على الانستغرام اتعلي الغانم سونز علشان تشوفون آخر العروض والسيارات اليديدة اللي وصلت المعرض أول بول الأسنان هي سر جاذبية أي واحد فينا ابتسامتك وجاذبيتك تكون متميزة وخصوصا إذا كانت ابتسامتك هولوودية في البزنس لها دور في مستوى تأثيرك في الناس اللي حواليك أسنان تاور أكبر العيادات في الشرق الأوسط والمتميزة في علاج وتجميل الأسنان في الكويت اتصل على أسنان تاور واحجز موعدك اليوم على 257 شركة سينما الكويتية الوطنية سينسكيب عندهم أكثر من 12 ألف كيرسي في 12 موقع في الكويت. أفلامهم متنوعة من أكشن وكوميديا ودراما ورعب وإثارة وتشويق. مع سينسكيب تعيش الدور وأكثر من 60 سنة وسينسكيب في خدمتكم. مجلة المصارف مجلة متخصصة للبنوك في الكويت ينشرها اتحاد مصارف الكويت. الإعلام وهو واجهة المجتمعات هو اللي يعرف الناس على تفاصيل كل مجتمع The City مجلة كويتية باللغة الإنجليزية تبرز كل إيجابيات المجتمع الكويتي وتسلط الضوء على إنجازات ونجاحات شباب الكويت والخليج هدفها الوصول إلى العالمية مجلة The City من الكويت إلى العالم مجلة الإعلامي مجلة شهرية تصدر عن الملتقى الإعلامي العربي واللي يهدف إلى تعزيز الهوية الإعلامية العربية من خلال وسائل الإعلام المتنوعة كل شيء يتعلق بشون الإعلام العربي والإعلاميين تلقونه على موقع المجلة الإعلامي دات كوم الكويتية جريدة يومية شاملة تسعى لمواكبة التطورات المحلية والإقليمية والعالمية بشكل موضوع مبتكر الكويتية مرجع أساسها المصداقية من مبادئها احترام الراي والراي الآخر تلقون آخر الأخبار على الكويتية كوم Okay, let's get started with today's episode in Launch Talk Podcast. I'm so excited to introduce my guest today, Richard Littman. Richard, are you ready for the launch? Ready for the launch on fire. Awesome. Richard is a legal counsel for the Intellectual Property Institute, IIPI. He's with us today to talk about the types of intellectual property rights, IPR, and brand management strategies available in the world today. I have given our listeners just a quick overview, Richard. Take a minute or so to tell us about yourself, so our listeners get to know you, and give us an overview about IPR and brand integration.
1: Uh, I've been a uh, intellectual property lawyer uh, for 35 years. Um, in the United States, uh, law is a program you go to after college, so it's a doctorate degree, and I went for an advanced degree after law school in patent and trade regulation law and have been practicing ever since. Uh, working with uh, universities, research centers, governments, businesses in countries like Kuwait, and actually have a lot of relationships uh, here in Kuwait. And uh, I'm general counsel of the International Intellectual Property Institute, which was started 15 years ago by the leaders of the uh, patent offices around the world uh, to promote the use of the international IP system in countries uh, like Kuwait and around the world. Awesome, let's start with the definition of IPR. IPR, intellectual property rights, are rights that can be obtained uh, from a government in aspects of creativity. Uh, There are basically five types of rights that uh, people can get. One type of right would be a right in uh, something that is of commercial value that's kept secret, a trade secret. And we could talk specific examples uh, if you want. Mm-hmm. Another kind of right would be a, a right in a technological innovation, a machine, a process, composition, something made by hand or a machine. Uh, that That's a patent right. Copyright protects uh, works of authorship, such as literary works, music, uh, art, software. Trademarks protect names of products, uh, logos, anything that indicates the source of a product or service. And contracts can define rights and uh, provide r- agreements between two parties that can be even more effective at protecting creativity than. Uh, any of the ones I mentioned previously. Awesome. Based on your experience, uh, we believe that IPR is so
0: important nowadays for small businesses and startups. So how can small businesses benefit from IPR?
1: Most small businesses want to be large businesses. You you start a company, you grow a company with the idea that the uh, company will uh, reach out geographically and Uh, actually touch more people and do more things. One way of actually accomplishing that is using the innovation associated with a company, a small business, as the basis to do that. With intellectual property, you don't need to actually run the business, and and that's the only way you you get out there. You can use the creativity that comes from uh, the founders and the people who work in the business as a way of expanding the reach of the business. And Mm -hmm. that's why it's so important to small business.
0: Awesome. Through the discussion that I had with you earlier, talking about how it's important, and you linked actually the IPR to the general goals of the business or the main objective. So what is exactly the link between business goals and uh, IPR?
1: In looking at intellectual uh, property, uh, you have to look at, uh, what the objectives of a business are if a business for example is a uh, a radio station uh, and with the idea that you want to get a particular message out there uh, and you're not at all interested in in controlling access you, you want to get as much access as possible then ipr may not be that important mm-hmm. But let's say you have a podcast, and you know the podcast. Uh, uh, you want to get it out there, and you you want to have it reach people. And but the way you do that is you have a strategy. Uh, how do you use the intellectual property that you're creating, like making this uh, podcast? Mm-hmm. And what kind of approach do you take to expand the number of listeners you have and to get people interested. So you have to look at the business goals. Not every business is the same. You know, some people have home businesses and they just want to work whenever they want to work and they don't want to do much more. Mm-hmm. So thinking about IP there may not be high value, but if you're an entrepreneur or you're starting a company and you have big vision and you have ideas of expanding your reach, Mm -hmm. IP is worth looking at and understanding early on in the uh, growth of the business.
0: Great. Outstanding. By going through your profile, I noticed you always link IPR to branding and brand management. So what is the link between IPR and branding in business?
1: People use the phrase branding to describe many things. But the essence of most brands is the trademarks that a company has the name of the company, the logo, uh, the look and feel of the company's materials, uh, the image that the company has both internally and externally to the purchasing public, to competitors in the world at large. And brand equity is developed by getting the right message out about what that trademark stands for. So... When thinking about branding, you really need to start thinking initially about who you are and who you want to be and how you want to be perceived within your organization and uh, within the world at large.
0: Can, can we go through international examples? Like one of the examples, the recent one is uh, the new product of Apple, the watch. They didn't call it iWatch because there is already brands has been kind of registered under that name. So they had to go with Apple Watch. So what's your thought about that? Why Apple went to through, that, through that, that, that direction? So they couldn't get the right for the iWatch? That's the reason why it went to Apple. they went with Apple Watch?
1: Apple is an innovation-centric company. It was born out of innovation. It's really grown because of innovation. And over the years, it's gotten very sophisticated in its approach to using innovation and going international uh when it comes to a naming a product and you want an international market, you have to look to see if that particular name is available in the intended markets. Uh, you do a clearance search. And if you find that there's somebody who has a same or similar name, a confusingly similar name for the same goods or, or related goods, uh, in this case, that's probably what happened. So. Mm-hmm. Instead of going with the iWatch, they went with their you know, house name as part of the, the watch. And uh, and that was a, a less risky approach to market entry in, in, around the world. So that would be my But, my but the assumption. funny part
0: as well, what, you know, even uh, Tim Cook did a mistake in one of the interviews. It was over the internet as well. He called it not Apple Watch. He called it iWatch. So again, could be the perception of the market sometimes. It's not calling it watch. They still call it iWatch.
1: Well, they, you can't control uh, how people uh, identify your product or, or look at your product. You know, Apple has certainly done a great job at developing the eye uh, mm-hmm. part of their branding strategy, uh, like they've done a great job in developing the Apple part of the strategy. What Apple can do is, in their materials and all the things they put out, make sure it's not identified as the iWatch and not engage in anything that encourages people to call it the iWatch. Uh, That way they'll avoid potential liability, uh, assuming someone has rights to the iWatch name. uh, Mm -hmm. But it's a good example of why doing a clearance search before actually uh, going ahead and launching a product and going forward with registering it in these different countries makes good sense. Would it be the reason why maybe they talked about it
0: or there was kind of an idea moving into that direction and somebody jumped on board? So kind of really promoting that we are going into that direction and suddenly someone registered the name. And you highlighted, I believe, through our discussion offline, you have to kind of register the brand or...
1: Do the, your homework before going public? You do need to do your homework, uh, not only doing the clearance search, but you do need to go ahead and, and at least file applications and secure whatever rights you can prior to actual adoption and use. Uh, what does happen, and this is worldwide, others see that you have a successful product, and if they think they can get a registration or, or get some position where you'll have to buy it from them uh some people operate that way and 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 that's to be expected uh in doing business internationally so to the extent you can avoid that and minimize that by doing upfront pre-launch uh uh, activities such as the clearance search and registrations getting the urls throughout the world things like that Mm -hmm. that would be helpful
0: awesome What is the role of risk prevention when it comes to startups and SMEs and IPR?
1: I think risk prevention is is really a matter of best practices. Uh, You you don't have a reward unless you take some risk, Mm -hmm. but you could manage that risk. And when it comes to creativity and innovation, example, if you have a business that's based upon what would be a patentable idea, in many countries around the world, any sort of public disclosure of an idea prior to the filing of an application causes that idea to go into the public domain. Everybody can use it. So best practices would be you have a, a, an idea that has some potential value as a product. Applications should be filed for a patent prior to public disclosure. So you manage the risk of losing rights by implementing best practices to capture that idea and file the application prior to disclosure. Risk prevention is important, as you just highlighted, and, and we believe uh,
0: some some of the challenges that we face, especially in Kuwait, not internationally, is the legal part of it. Based on your experience uh, on, on your visits to Kuwait and interacting with authority and regulators in the market, how do you see the law in Kuwait when it comes to IPR rights Into whether it's a trademark or other other types of IPR?
1: I think uh, Kuwait is actually a fairly progressive country uh, in developing its innovation economy. And I think all IP rights systems throughout the world really are developed and really grow and mature when the local innovation economy develops and grows. Here in Kuwait, it's happening now. And with greater innovation and creativity coming from uh, the Kuwaiti people, people who live here in Kuwait, is going to be a, a, a stronger desire to actually have a system to protect those rights and and, and provide value to the people, Kuwaiti people who have created them. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, you know enforcement of rights worldwide uh, uh, will be better for these Kuwaiti people. And will be better for people from other countries that do business in Kuwait. So the law here is not a problem, I think. And the people here are are definitely uh, not focused on doing anything wrong. In fact, the people here uh, are really focused on doing things right. Mm -hmm. And it's just a matter of natural evolution, and things will progress. And uh, the IP system here... Like in China, 15 years ago, nothing. Now, much more sophisticated, mature system. Wow, outstanding. You just reminded me of a local incident
0: of a friend of mine who wanted to register a trademark. And unfortunately, there wasn't kind of exact name of a brand or a trademark in the United States. But through the process of registration and getting the name out... Uh, one of those uh, big companies in the States, they contacted the Trademark Office in Kuwait, actually, and the file, a complaint about that name. Although it's not similar, but kind of really somehow related to that. So I think what you just said is is important. It's not the problem with the regulator or the law that we have. It's more of really getting small business and and, and startups to really understand the process and getting to know more about that.
1: I do think though government officials also need to know more about you know this international system and you know, Kuwait doesn't belong to all the treaties that other countries belong to. Understanding how that could benefit the people here in Kuwait uh, would be uh, useful. And adoption of some of these treaties and implementing laws would make good sense, but that will come with time. I agree. Richard, we're gonna take a minute to thank our sponsors, and we'll be back. نشكر الشركات
0: الراعية لبودكاست Launch on Fire. الراعي الاستراتيجي وزارة الدولة لشؤون الشباب والراعي الشريك شركة الغانم ومولاده للسيارات والراعي الذهبي أسنان تور ونشكر الجهات الإعلامية الراعية بعد Sensecape مجلة المصارف مجلة السيتي مجلة الإعلامي وجريدة الكويتية. نحو شباب متمسك بالقيم والإبداع وشريك في التنمية المستدامة للوطن هذه رؤية وزارة الشباب اللي تأسست بمرسوم أميري في 2013 تقدرون تعرفون عنهم أكثر بموقعهم الإلكتروني www.youth.gov.kw أو تابعوهم بتويتر أو الإنستغرام at شركة علي الغانم أولاده للسيارات هي الوكيل الحصري والموزع المعتمد لمجموعة سيارات مكلارن، لاندروفر، روزرويز، بي أم دبليو، وميني في الكويت تابعوهم على الانستغرام اهت علي الغانم سونز علشان تشوفون آخر العروض والسيارات اليديدة اللي وصلت المعرض أول بأول الأسنان هي سر جاذبية أي واحد فينا ابتسامتك وجاذبيتك تكون متميزة وخصوصا إذا كانت ابتسامتك هولويدية وفي البزنس لها دور في مستوى تأثيرك في الناس اللي حواليك أسنان تاور أكبر العيادات في الشرق الأوسط والمتميزة في علاج وتجميل الأسنان في الكويت اتصل على أسنان تاور واحجز موعدك اليوم على 257 شركة سينما الكويتية الوطنية سينسكيب عندهم أكثر من 12 ألف كرسي في 12 موقع في الكويت. أفلامهم متنوعة من أكشن وكوميديا ودراما ورعب وإثارة وتشويق. مع سينسكيب تعيش الدور وأكثر من 60 سنة. وسينسكيب في خدمتكم. مجلة المصارف مجلة متخصصة للبنوك في الكويت ينشرها اتحاد مصارف الكويت. الإعلام وهو واجهة المجتمعات هو اللي يعرف الناس على تفاصيل كل مجتمع The City مجلة كويتية باللغة الإنجليزية تبرز كل إيجابيات المجتمع الكويتي وتسلط الضوء على إنجازات ونجاحات شباب الكويت والخليج هدفها الوصول إلى العالمية مجلة The City من الكويت إلى العالم مجلة الإعلامي مجلة شهرية تصدر عن الملتقى الإعلامي العربي واللي يهدف إلى تعزيز الهوية الإعلامية العربية من خلال وسائل الإعلام المتنوعة كل شيء يتعلق بشؤون الإعلام العربي والإعلاميين تلقونه على موقع المجلة الإعلامي دات كوم الكويتية جريدة يومية شاملة تسعى لمواكبة التطورات المحلية والإقليمية والعالمية بشكل موضوع مبتكر الكويتية مرجع أساسها المصداقية من مبادئها احترام الراي والراي الآخر تلقون آخر الأخبار على الكويتية كوم And we are back on Launch Talk. Richard, if a small business owner is interested in filing IPR or a trademark locally and internationally, what are the steps to do so?
1: First step is to identify what intellectual property they may have. That is not always easy. Uh, You may need some expert assistance. But understanding what the unique value proposition of the business is, will oftentimes drive what intellectual property rights you should be considering. Uh, If it's something that is a technology uh, that's the center of the business, clearly you need to think about trade secret or patent and make that decision prior to public disclosure, which is the best path. If it's a writing, artwork, music, some sort of creative work, copyright, you may not need to do any registration as such in order to have rights, because rights attach when the work is created. Uh, Trademark, you you definitely should think about what that name of that business is and what are going to be the key brand identifying uh, indicia, the logo, slogans, color scheme. Make sure you're not using something that someone else already has rights to or could claim rights to in the market you're going to operate. And also, you know, file whatever applications are, are appropriate for registration. In many businesses today, a, a key consideration needs to be contracts. Contracts between the founders, contracts with the management team, contracts with employees, contracts with vendors, contracts with customers. All of these things, uh, all of these types of agreements need to address intellectual property rights and who owns them, how they're used, and what happens if things go wrong. Mm-hmm. Awesome. A- and that would be the initial steps.
0: Based on your experience in Kuwait and on outside Kuwait internationally, how long
1: would it take the process? Well, the initial process of, of, of really doing what, what is an IP assessment could be very quick. You know, you know, it could be uh, talking with someone like myself or a lawyer or an IP consultant and there's some resources available here in kuwait to, to help and getting a, a plan in place it's a strategic plan like a business plan mm-hmm. it's actually part of the business plan you know when you start a business and you grow a business you may not have some formal long written document but you if you're going to succeed you have to know where you're going or where you want to go and you and there needs to be a plan and, and ip is a essential element. Of any plan, particularly if the plan is to do business outside of Kuwait. Mm -hmm. So, based on your understanding
0: and based on your experience as a consultant when it comes to IP, would you recommend registration or a trademark registration or IPR, let's say in the local market, let's say in Kuwait, and then doing it internationally or vice versa? What do you recommend?
1: I, I think you have to consider local registration if you're operating in kuwait and this is your home office your 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 headquarters but if you're planning to reach out to customers in other countries you need to look toward what you need to do in these other countries in order to protect rights if you plan on dealing with a manufacturer or a vendor from another country you have to look to what rights you need to obtain in those countries the people that tend to be most likely to violate IP rights are actually people that you may already have a relationship with. So understanding that zone of potential uh, areas of problems with IP will will drive where you go ahead and get registration and what you do in in your agreements. Um, Based on my interaction with a
0: lot of entrepreneurs in Kuwait and startups, they sometimes lack I would say the understanding of IP. So what are the good resources that could help them to understand a little bit more about IPR and and trademarks registration?
1: Well, I think the startup companies here, the people who are trying to get a business off the ground are no different than people in other countries. People in the United States, most people don't really understand it, don't really know about it. Many lawyers don't understand it, don't know about it. So it's a difficult area. But in today's world, the currency of today is not money as such, it's ideas. So if you have an innovation-based business, needing to understand this is uh, is key. So someone starting a business should just not feel uh, totally lost or put their hands up and think, Uh, this is too complicated. I'm not going to deal with it. What they should do is look at some resources online like WIPO.org is a good website to look at. There's some good SME materials on that. Um, There are materials that uh, could be had from the local authorities here, the trademark office here. Uh, There are some uh, government-sponsored activities or KFAS-sponsored activities, like there's a center here in Kuwait that supports uh, innovation and creativity. Sabah Creativity Center. That's correct. And uh, those places are are places I would go if I were thinking of uh, an innovative idea or starting a business that involves some creativity.
0: So we are almost reaching the end of our segment today. What could be your final advice or final say for our listeners in podcast? uh, Launch Talk and Launch on Fire.
1: Launch on fire. Listen to your program and listen regularly. That would be my primary advice. And I I would also uh, say that if you're listening to this podcast, you're actually wanting to do something. And the the first thing that you got to do if you want to do something is to take action. Mm -hmm. Uh, You you don't have a chance unless you take a chance. And don't let IP or any of these things in, in business hold you back if if you really want to uh, try to start a business grow a business take your innovation from an idea in your head to you know a real thing that's reaching out to people and and helping people or, and making a difference go for it that's my advice
0: thank you so much for the advice and for the kind words that you said about launch on fire richard one piece of guidance on how our listeners can find you if they have questions about today's episode
1: there are two ways to uh, locate me uh, easily. Uh, the International Intellectual Property Institute, uh, this institute's an NGO uh, to encourage uh, intellectual property being used around the world, uh, R. Littman at IIPI.org. Uh, also, I'm a leader of uh, the IP and Emerging Technologies practice at uh, Becker and Polikoff in uh, Washington, D.C. in the U.S. R. at bplegal.com. Uh, but email me if you have questions. Uh, glad to uh, try to help you succeed. Awesome! Thank you so much for sharing the information and ideas
0: and insights about IPR and trademarks with our listeners and we hope you enjoy your stay in Kuwait Richard oh, Kuwait is my second home I, I really enjoy being here Happy to hear that and looking forward to having you in the future as well Thank you so much <تصفيق> <تصفيق> من بودكاست بشكل خاص وتسوون سبسكرايب من خلال برنامج بودكاست الموجود في الأب ستور لأجهزة الآيفون والأيباد والآيباد بالإضافة إلى برنامج ستيتشر الموجود لكل الأجهزة أو عن طريق موقع البودكاست launchonfire.com وهم تابع حساباتنا في مواقع التواصل الاجتماعي at launchonfire وإذا عندكم أحد مهتم في إدارة الأعمال والمشاريع الصغيرة المتوسطة دزوا لينك الموقع أو سووا لمنشن في مواقع التواصل الاجتماعي ونلقاكم إن شاء الله في الحلقة الجايه